0: Gather round. This is the Ticket Water Cooler, brought to you by Culligan of Lincoln, coming at you live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC studios in the heart of Lincoln, America, on air and online at the TicketFM.com. Here are your hosts, Jake Bakoven and Nathan Brennan.
1: This is the Ticket Water Cooler, brought to you by Coligan Water. I'm Jacob Acovin. He is Nate Brennan. And we are back on a Monday for a Happy Monday to everybody out there. Happy Oshawn Mathis Day hey. over the weekend. That was a very cool news for Nebraska. Uh, I was able to talk to Oshawn actually earlier yeah. today on early break. I didn't I didn't have his number. That, that was a sip book. I'll have to <laughs> admit it, I didn't get the interview nailed down, but I did have fun talking to him. Uh, and I thought it was kind of cool. He said he's uh, you know maybe this is a little bit in jest, but I asked him about what his sack uh, what he wants to get as far as sacks go, and he he went after the AD's number. The AD at Nebraska, Trev Alberts, has a uh, school record fifteen sacks, and Oshawn said. Well, 15 at least. I don't know if he knows that he just called out the <laughs> I athletic would assume he number. Does. Yeah, he I, I would assume he does. I was careful because, you know, as you know, as because you don't know how much a guy's in to every part of the culture, right? I didn't want to be like, how much do you want to get a black shirt? And he's, you know, spent a weekend in Nebraska. Just mm-hmm. get, He doesn't know what that means to Nebraska. Right, I mean, right, probably, right. you know what I mean? To Nebraska basics, culture, he yeah, might. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, so you know, there's these kind of deep-rooted things that maybe matter more to Nebraska fans um, than recruits and, and guys before they're on campus, at least for a while. So I don't know. I don't expect him to know the Nebraska record for sacks. I don't think he knows that Trev Alberts has the sack record in Nebraska. I mean,
0: if he has that ambitious of a goal, he might have looked it up beforehand and said, hey, hey This
1: is the university's record. Let's try and go get it. That's what I'm going for, yeah. Uh,
0: But I will say, I called it, and Brian Munson called it. So we are the geniuses of Nebraska. We shall uh, be given credit, Buck, if you want to give me a boom shakalaka. I would appreciate that. I want to know why, though.
1: I don't know what you're talking about. I think
0: I am deserving Because I said, O'Shawn Mathis, when we talked about it last week, everyone said he's going to Texas. I said, no, he's going to come to Nebraska. Boom shakalaka. Boom shakalaka. (laughs) I was right. Here's the thing is O'Shawn Mathis, great pickup. Nebraska is now 12th in the transfer rating. Devin Drew, Texas Tech defensive lineman, been talks, rumors that maybe he'll be coming to Nebraska. Yeah. You would assume that probably put him around the 10 mark. And then Casey Rogers, up to this point, hasn't chosen a school. Obviously, it's a long process. Boy, it's he's getting out. a lot of he's offers. He's getting all kinds of offers, so... Probably going to leave, but you gotta imagine if somehow you can convince him to stay. You already have Ty Robinson, Oshawn Mathis. You add Devin Drew. We go from talking about being a serious, glowing issue Mm. on the defense to arguably their best group to a strength. So I think this was just—it's proof that Frost, while he does have his flaws, while there have been some issues in the program, he's—he's going out swinging, right? He's going out swinging. Whether this works or it doesn't, he's doing everything that we asked him to do. He's attacked the transfer portal. He's brought in the assistance. He's kind of taken a step back by all indications, too. So I think if you're a Nebraska fan, things are headed in the right direction. It'll be interesting to see it all come out on the field. Obviously have a new quarterback for the first time in the Frost era. That's going to be kind of a big glowing, maybe not concern, but point of emphasis to start out the season. Tons of transfers. You have arguably one of the best transfers in the portal, O'Shawn oh, Mathis. It'll be interesting to see how he's incorporated into that that black shirt defense. But there's reason to be optimistic. There is. And I said in a tweet over the weekend that got a lot of love and a few people that didn't like it as much, Nebraska to win the Big Ten West is not seeming so unrealistic right now. It's not. I mean, if you look at the way that this team is coming together, things that are happening and the way they start the season, If you can go into that Oklahoma game undefeated and win that Oklahoma game,
1: look. I'm glad you're looking toward that Oklahoma game because I can't look past that Northwestern game based on what happened to Illinois. No, you're right. You're right.
0: And it is a concern, and it's
1: definitely in the back of my mind okay it could happen if they do if they lose that one no week zero games ever i love it the idea because nebraska <laughs> platform it's perfect right. uh, scott frost has already said he doesn't want to start with a conference opponent out of the gate but um uh, man it, i think it's cool but if there's something that this you know nebraska or this staff just can't prepare for week zero um then so be it but i get your point i mean i i i i i, I we obviously see differently on our projections for Nebraska this right. year. Um at a certain point I can't say that I'm convinced by this coaching staff because I've watched them already. You know, I know there's a different element, there's new guys brought in, but the same guy at the top. Um you know, I think this weekend's draft results probably confirmed things that I thought maybe going into it is that yeah, it might have been more of a coaching issue last year than right. player, right. Um, you know, two players in right. the second probably round. Right. Um, so I, you know, I, and then just the straight up record against the big 10 West. I mean, that's, that's well, the one thing right. it's, it's too deep now that I want to say, um, you know, I want to believe in it, but I want to see it kind of uh, come to fruition on the field before I'm going to predict that they're going to win the big 10 West, considering they've been, uh, you know, in the back of the big 10 West the last FBI. couple of years. And FPI's numbers and all that. And Nebraska is always going to have um, that kind of boomer bust mentality to them, right? Because they recruit better according to most of the websites and according to your transfer rankings, once again, right? Right. Uh, They're going to always be, because of who they are traditionally, all the money that's in the program, especially in NIL these days, um... They're always going to have to to, to put together somewhat of a good roster or somewhat, you know, because of the care factor, they need to have some sort of sales pitch to keep us going. So they're always going to be kind of on that on that level. It's the same thing that you see at UCS or, or USC, excuse me, or Texas, you know, even when they're struggling. They're still getting preseason top 25 votes because they've they've recruited talent for years. Right. And, and so it's just kind of the, a problem of that talent kind of coming together. Um, and maybe to a degree it did last year, just not at the right times, you know, not for a full 60-minute game. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm still not going to say that they're going to win the West. But I do think that they have more of an upside than a lot of the teams in the West that, uh, you know, that probably, I would say at this point, I have a better chance. Like Minnesota. I think Minnesota has a better chance to win the the West, probably less of an upside than Nebraska. I would agree with that. But I think this is this is the argument that I had is I had a few people come at me and say
0: one transfer isn't going to make that much of a difference. You're right. You're, you're entirely correct. I think it's the combination of factors, right? I mean, what were the biggest things that we asked from Scott Frost and this coaching staff? Make additions to the coaching staff, guys that have – Experience at the power five level, you did that with Mickey Joseph and Mark Whipple. I yeah. think great additions move on from Adrian, whether it's right, wrong, and different. Whatever you feel towards the Adrian Martinez saga at Nebraska, something had to change, and you couldn't bring in a kid that didn't have any power five experience. Casey Thompson has plenty of it, say what you will. Big 12 defenses, he was hurt, he had games where he played really well, games where he played really bad. It's a change of scenery. And and he's a guy that has power five experience. You have to hit the transfer portal hard. Guess what Nebraska's done? They've hit the transfer portal hard. They've done everything that we've asked them to do up until this point. And there's still time in the transfer portal. Again, like I said, Devin Drew, Texas Tech defensive lineman. There's been some rumblings that maybe he could be coming to Nebraska. I know Sip likes him a lot coming to Nebraska. That's kind of at the top of his priority list right now. And let's just see what happens. I'm not saying everything's falling into place for Nebraska to be in the playoff, okay? I'm not saying this is this is a team that's going to win 11, 12 games. I think we need to pump the brakes on that. I've seen some people tweet out, national champions, uh, playoff, blah, blah, blah. No. But I think the way that the Big Ten West is structured and the way that your schedule is structured, it would not be unre- unrealistic to believe that they can win the Big Ten West. And I think you probably... And and look, I understand where you're at with the program. The uh, Texans have brought it up, too. I haven't been hurt like you guys have been hurt. I, un- right. I understand that. I get that. But from what I've seen, I have no reason to believe that Nebraska can't at least compete for a Big Ten West champion or Big Ten West title. You you should at least be competitive. You, I mean, again, they were competitive last year. I see no reason why you would regress in
1: that standpoint. <laughs> we'll see. Craig off the text line says blah 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 to going five and seven, <laughs> uh, repeated by another uh, Texan that says three wins top. So you're you're at least uh, at least uh, you know optimistic you. and believe. And it. then we have HaterBot coming out. Yeah, hater uh, box is coming. I'm not trying to be a hater. I'm trying to be realistic. Like I'm at the point, and I didn't want to get here. I'm sorry, but the years of like and losing I understand that. and losing and losing know, I understand have gotten me to the point that I just want to make a gosh darn bowl game. I don't me- care if you play in Memphis. I don't care if you play a Penn bowl. I don't care if you play a Mac team. I don't care. Just go six and six. Don't I 500 that. and Make a bowl game. I didn't want to be here. This is where. This is what the football team. Did and I understand way. that. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't feel that
0: way because you've been (laughs) disappointed quite a bit would you say since scott frost got to nebraska this would be the best i guess setup that he would have heading into the season
1: no i don't think so i think last year last year last year you know in you know you can say what you will about the draft class again because there's certain things you can go with there but you had two first two second rounders and then uh, from the undrafted guys you had a big 10 all big 10 tight end and you had a Second-team All-American in JoJo Doman. So, I mean, you had a lot of, a lot of guys leave uh, off this last year. I don't know if you have, and we can get more into this when we talk about the, the NFL draft, but I don't think you have a Cam Jurgens or a Cam Taylor-Britt, those type of super athletes that you just go, those guys are NFL bodies. Those are going to be, you know, I don't know if Nebraska necessarily has those guys on this him. roster. I'm not sure if Tommy Hill is one of those guys. So uh, we got to take a quick break because we kind of came into this a little bit late with the crossover uh, there with the previous show. But we've got uh, plenty more. Kent, he says, I have uh, the over, under, and wins
0: four and a half. Prove me wrong. Over, Kent. (laughs) Over. (laughs) Give me the over. I don't think that's it. I wonder what the Vegas line is. I know they have the second-best odds to win the Big Ten West, so they're agreeing with they're the FBI there. there. I, I think they had Wisconsin things. at best odds, and Nebraska at second. Give it to me. Over, Kent. Years. Come on. Drink
1: the Kool-Aid. <laughs> come on. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about everything that's going on, including the NCAA. Still a thing, actually. They gave uh, Scott Frost in Nebraska a slap on the wrist. We'll tell you all about that. Coming up next here on – well, we're just going to do this the whole day. The a water cooler. Yeah. Take a water cool all day here on 93.7 Atlantic.